0: Welcome to At Ease, a podcast for colored girls who fled corporate when six figures wasn't enough. Whether you decided to quietly quit, took a leap of faith, pursued your passion over a paycheck, or are building a side hustle, join me each week as we redefine success by reshaping our minds. I combine my lived experience and conversations with entrepreneurs and Black women, to leverage thought work, to reconnect with our bodies, combat burnout, and build businesses. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of At Ease. For colored girls who fled corporate when six figures wasn't enough, And that's exactly what this episode is about. Six figures. Why is it the goal? Where did it come from? And not just about the six figures, but where do our arbitrary goals come from anyway? Why are we working so hard to achieve them? This episode is a check-in with where we're coming from and why. I hope you enjoy. When did you first set a goal to make six figures? For me, I was in my late 20s and I said, I need to earn six figures before I turn 30. And I remember hearing a coworker give some statistic that I have no idea if it's rooted in fact or fiction, that if by age 30 you're making $100,000, you are much more likely to 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 retire a millionaire. I have no idea if that's true or not, but I know I heard it and I set the goal and I achieved it. And then what happened? Not a damn thing. Six figures did not make my problems go away. I didn't instantly have... All this earning power that I didn't have before, and yet I see six figures, whether it's a six-figure job that you can get overnight with a certification or building a multiple six-figure business if you hire this business coach, it is all over Al Gore's internet. Why? <laughs> Even when trying to look up information for this episode trying to find where did this goal come from. There are over 150,000 websites that talk about the goal of six figures. And I'm reading this and I'm like, do people know that $100,000 and $999,999 are both six figures? (laughs) And if it is the goal, and I'm not hating, right? If you want to make six figures, cool. If you want to make seven or eight, because I'm seeing that a lot now too, get the bag and ask yourself why. Why is this the goal? Why is this the goal? And what could striving for this goal cost me? So I did find something on the origination, if you will, of the goal of six figures. And from what I can tell, it goes back to what was called the golden age of capitalism. This is the time period right after World War II from around 1945-ish to the early 70s. And so I had to stop myself right there. I'm like the seventies, the (laughs) sixties, six figures was the goal in the sixties. Okay. We're late. Hello. We're late. If you're a millennial, you're late. If you're Gen X, you're also kind of late. Gen Z definitely is late. (laughs) We weren't even born yet when this was the goal. And so I came across a calculator on the US Bureau of Labor and Statistics website. It's an inflation calculator where you can go in and pick a month and a year, put in an amount, a dollar amount, and it will let you know what has the same buying power now. You can put in whatever date you want, right? So I put in $100,000 in November of 1970 (laughs) 1970 i still can't believe this and in order for us to have the same buying power as a hundred thousand dollars in 1970 when this six figures was the goal we would have to be making seven hundred and fifty two thousand five hundred and fifty five dollars I said, okay, that's still six figures, right? It's still the goal, I guess. And so I said, let me put something a little bit more recent in there. And I thought back to, you know, when did I first hear about six figures? And I, even before I set the goal for myself, I, from what I can remember, I was in high school. So I put the year 2000 in, And in order to have the same buying power as $100,000 from the year 2000, we would have to be making $171,172 in 2022. When I take on a new client as a fractional um, operations officer, one of the very first things that I do is an operations review. It's a deep dive into the organization, the people, the functions, the jobs, so I can jump in and get in where I fit in. And without a doubt, whether I'm looking at the strategic plan, uh, the annual quarterly plan, whatever it is, however it's broken down, there is always a revenue goal. And so it might look like something like I made half a million last year, this year, we want to make 800000 I made three quarters of a million last year. This year, we want to break seven figures. And my very next question is always why. Why is this the goal? How did you choose these numbers? What is this based on? And how does this forward, not just the finances, but how does it forward the organization? How does it forward the people? How does it literally call us forward. And I typically hear crickets. No one jumps up and says, or is able to articulate what the money is going to be able to do for them and really give me any meaning as to why their goal is the goal. It's as if we've been sold this dream And no one questions it. No one questions it. And I ask why, because money is never actually really the goal. Do you want to take a trip? Do you want to take a nap? (laughs) Do you want to leave something and some impact for future generations? Like what's the real goal behind the number? Because in addition to the six-figure goals, I also now see these goals of making more and working less, right? Which is great, right? But if you want to take naps, I'm not going to support goals that will have you working around the clock and stressed out. If you're unwilling to trust and let go of work, I'm not going to support you in setting goals that don't have you trusting and letting go. More is not always better. Quantity does not always have to trump quality. The goal may be six figures today and seven figures tomorrow and eight figures the day after that, but it will never be enough. There is no number that is going to solve all of your problems. There is no number that, no number, no amount of money, no amount of degrees, no amount of power or status or material belongings that is going to be the the end-all be-all. How do I know? Because we do it in every area of our life. 10, 15 years ago, for me, it would have been wait. When I reach this point on the scale, I'll do X. When I reach this amount of money, I'm gonna do whatever. When I get the man... When I get the job, when I buy the house, why not do those things now? You can choose in any given moment, joy. You can choose peace. You can choose happiness. It is all accessible to you in this moment. And if you are not actively choosing it now, you will not actively choose it when you reach whatever this magical monetary goal is. Six figures will never be enough, but you are. You are enough, whether you never reach that goal or you reach it tomorrow. You are what's valuable. You are of quality. You are worth fighting for. You are worth working for. You are worthy of the ease, the joy, the rest, whether you achieve the six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11, figures or not. And what I find is that what people actually want is to feel worthy, to feel loved, to feel successful, whatever that means, to have a sense of pride, to make impact. It's never actually about money. It's about a feeling. And we're so disconnected from our feelings that that's not even that they're not even taken into consideration. When we build these strategies, when we build these plans. When did six figures, seven figures, whatever figure, when did it become your goal? What changed for you when you achieved it? Or in what ways are you in beat up because you haven't reached that milestone yet? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kristen.bab or at LinkedIn by the same name I hope you enjoyed the episode if you like what you hear please leave me a five star review and share with a friend I hope to see you back here next week for another episode and until then at ease